In McHugh v. Dominga, 2022, ARC App 2.11, the Arkansas Court of Appeals ruled that in a case of multiple extensions of time to obtain service, plaintiffs could not rely only upon assertions of good cause in the initial one for the later motions. Judge Barrett explained, This appeal arises out of a motor vehicle accident. The questions on appeal concern whether appellate Shelby McHugh Jeremy McHugh and Ashley Ware properly obtained serial extensions of time to serve out-of-state defendants Michael Domingue and Eduardo Contreras, and if so, whether they effectively served those defendants by warning order. Appellants later amended their complaint to add Appley's Stratford Insurance Company as a defendant, alleging that Stratford had insurance coverage for Domingue and Contreras and was obligated to pay any judgment rendered against them. When appellants sought a default judgment against Domingue and Contreras, Stratford filed a response opposing it. Stratford also moved to dismiss the claims against it. After a hearing, the circuit court denied the motion for default judgment, finding that appellants had not complied with Arkansas Rule of Civil Procedure 4I, requiring good cause to be shown to extend the time for service. The court also found that the green card was defective and that service by publication of warning orders violated due process. The court dismissed the case with prejudice as to all three defendants. We affirm. In denying appellant's motion for default judgment, the circuit court found that appellants did not show good cause when they obtained the various extensions of time to serve the complaint on Domingue and Contreras. Appellants contend that they showed good cause for the extensions they sought by detailing their efforts to serve Domingue and Contreras in their first motion for extension of time and then incorporating those allegations in their subsequent motions. The Arkansas Supreme Court addressed the issue of good cause and when it must be shown in obtaining an extension of the time for service of process under Arkansas Rule of Civil Procedure 4I2 in Henyon v. Peak, 359 ARC 486. The Supreme Court held that the plain language of Rule 4I2 dictates that the showing of good cause to extend the period for service must be made prior to the granting of an extension, meaning that a plaintiff seeking to extend the time to obtain service must show good cause for why that particular extension is necessary. We hold that appellants failed to make such a showing. Here, it is undisputed that the appellants properly obtained their first extension within 120 days of filing suit against Domingue and Contreras. Stratford conceded as much. Appellant's motion alleged that they had been unsuccessful in serving either Contrera or Domingue at various specified out-of-state locations. The motion also detailed those efforts. On July 10, 2017, the Circuit Court entered an order finding good cause and extending the service deadline to October 19, 2017. However, Appellant's second motion for extension of time, filed October 2, 2017, does not state any cause. It merely incorporated the allegations from the original motion and added that appellate's attorneys had been in contact with an unnamed potential insurance carrier, presumably Stratford, for Domingue and Contreras. The motion did not detail the efforts made since the previous extension. 
Likewise, appellant's third motion also does not state good cause for an extension of time. It recounts the history of the earlier extensions, states that appellants have continued to attempt to locate and serve the defendants without success as of this time, but have added Stratford to the litigation, and states that they are in the process of serving Stratford with the original complaint. Appellant's fourth motion for extension of time, filed on May 30, 2018, again incorporated the prior filings by reference and noted Stratford's addition as a defendant. The motion also asserted that the parties were attempting to negotiate a settlement. Appellant's 2018 fifth and sixth motions for extensions of time also do not contain any cause for the extensions. Therefore, the circuit court did not err in finding that appellants failed to show good cause for the extensions, notwithstanding the previous findings of good cause in the orders granting those extensions. End of quote. A serial litany of motions to extend in this case failed because good cause was not stated in each, so the Court of Appeals not only denied the motion for default judgment, but dismissed with prejudice. Quote, when the warning orders were issued and first published, they complied with the rule then in effect. However, the other steps required by amended Rule 4G before service by warning order was effective occurred after the effective date of the amendments, and appellants failed to comply with those steps. Although an affidavit of service was filed for Contreras, no affidavit was filed for Domingue. However, Appellants did not state in the affidavit filed with their motion for default judgment that 30 days had elapsed since the warning order was first published or that a copy of the warning order and the complaint were mailed to Domingue, Contreras, or Stratford. These were not new requirements added when Rule 4 was amended. However, these requirements were previously found in former Rule 4F4. Thus, appellants did not comply with either the version of Rule 4 in effect when the warning orders were issued or the later version as amended. End of quote. Dismissal with prejudice was proper because the limitations period had expired. Quote, appellants never obtained personal service on Domingue and Contreras within the three years. As discussed above, Service of the warning orders did not strictly comply with the requirements of Rule 4 and was completed outside the three years and well past the last valid extension of time for service. Rule 4I also provides that the circuit court may dismiss the action as to any defendant not properly served within 120 days on the court's own initiative. Therefore, the circuit court did not err in dismissing the complaint against Domingue and Contreras with prejudice. End of quote. The opinion included in a footnote that, quote, the Non-Resident Motorist Act, Art Code and Section 1658-121, provides that non-resident owners or operators who drive motor vehicles on highways of this state are deemed to have appointed the Arkansas Secretary of State as the non-resident's agent for service of process in any action or proceedings against him growing out of any action or collision in which the non-resident may be involved. Since the non-resident owner's agent can be personally served within the state under the Act, the circuit court is able to obtain in personam jurisdiction over non-residents by service on the Secretary of State. End of quote. End of decision.